Right on, writers, and welcome first-time viewers to the Books by Adrian Author platform. This is Typewriters Podcast, a sort of after show to Livestream Sunday. This is being recorded immediately after wrapping up Livestream Sunday on Sunday, the 20th of February uh, with our guest, Sarah R. Stewart. We're going to have her here in just a moment to dive right back into stuff. Uh, first, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, leave a comment down below letting us know your uh, favorite sex scene in a in a novel or or any story. And uh, if your comment is awesome, it might get chosen for comment of the week on next Sunday's show. So look for that next Sunday. Um, alrighty, we're going to bring our guests right back out here. Everybody, welcome back, Miss Sarah Stewart. Sarah, hi. <laughs> Hey, welcome back. Um, there we go. <sighs> How did it go for you on live stream Sunday? I, I thought it went rather well. It was fun. It went fast, but I think that was my nerves. <laughs> no, it's yes. a quick hour. I do that on purpose. I used to do like a two-hour show, and I did that to give people time to like show up, and you would have people showing up at the tail end and, and all throughout. But I'm like, no, it's going to be like an event. Like you have to be there. It's an hour long. If you didn't make it, you missed it. And you're watching it on a replay like a dope. You got to be there live. <laughs> that's that's the whole point is get them there live. You're um, funny. I think I laughed a ton. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope people laugh. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just <laughs> some idiot talking into a computer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope people laugh. Um yeah, I had fun. I, I had the jitters before. I was a little nervous. And I always get nervous before an episode. Um, it's, it wasn't uh, exclusive to this one. But for some reason, I was like really aware of it this time. I was like, man, why am I so nervous? I need to calm down. Everything's fine. I've done this before. <laughs> it was fun, though. We had a good time. Um, we did have some questions that we didn't get to. And mm -hmm. that should get our talk rolling if, if we dive back into those. So uh, I wanted to ask if you are thinking of yourself exclusively as a romance writer or if you are looking forward to playing in other genre sandboxes i know you expressed interest in something even 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 darker <laughs> <laughs> but other but still that, romance yeah but still romance yeah <laughs> um i i'm i think i think of myself i think i'm still getting used to thinking of myself as an author um i i get that don't take myself very seriously not that i don't take what i'm doing seriously and that it's not important to me but um i recognize that um writing romance is not a, a serious thing or, or reading romance it's supposed to be enjoyable and fun and um I, writing I think anything my... isn't a serious thing that's the funny part yeah. is that we're all just sitting in a room by ourselves doing this like it's really not that serious we're <laughs> artists that are compelled by these voices in our head and if they didn't have a place to go we'd probably be finding another way to let them out um yeah. and uh yeah, yeah i I am not going to stay in a lane. That's not me. I never do. I, um, if I feel like doing something, I do it. That's one of my, my personality traits. So I tend to um, try new things. And even if it's embarrassing and I do it not, not well, <laughs> um, I like to try new things. Right now, I'm also writing a young adult nice. um, paranormal 
kind of story with romance undertones. Nice. Um, but it's new for me. Also, I said I wanted to do that nonfiction um, story about my life. Um, and then my oldest daughter and I uh, are talking about, at some point, writing a book together. Um, nice. I adopted her from foster care. And um, so we want to write about um, our experiences with that journey. Oh, man, that's wonderful. And I think it would be knowing going into adopting and being a foster parent myself, I, I read a lot and I looked at a lot of stuff and still was completely unprepared. I think no parent is ever prepared for what parenting is <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, um, yeah, I think she has a lot to say, too, and she's an amazing storyteller herself. That would be wonderful, uh, a mother-daughter together tackling on this particular subject and journey. That's I'm into that. That sounds awesome. Me, too, but I think it's going to be a while. I don't think she's quite ready to... She's still to, mulling it yeah. over. She's still like making her, her, her peace with the fact that she needs to do this. <laughs> Part I think of being she's an still figuring part of being an artist, out who she right? is. Yeah, 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 she's she's 18. She's so young. She's got a lot of time before oh, she really knows herself. Yeah, um, but I, um, if I get inspired, I just kind of jump in. I've always been that way. I dabble in lots of things. There are very few things that I dabble to a finish in. <laughs> So, for example, I like to knit, but only in the winter. And I finished a sweater about once every four years. <laughs> so, and that's because I've been that's working funny. on it slowly. Yeah, only in the winter. <laughs> only in the winter. It's a project you pick up only in the winter. That's funny. You know, um, with with the whole, like, writing different genres and stuff, it's, it, it's first of all, it's nice to, to hear that you're also writing... Uh, young adult uh paranormal like that sounds fun um me i i have a hard time telling people that i write sci-fi or i write fantasy because all of my stuff is is genre bendy you know like it's got everything in it this you know novel that i'm, I'm debuting with this year is uh, a sci-fi fantasy world but the plot is a murder mystery and it's an ensemble plot. You got a couple of different kinds of characters going on their own journeys, and so it's it's hard for me to be like, yeah, it's a sci because it's not really a sci-fi story. It's a sci-fi world, and it's like I like. Well, stop trying these to put yourself together. into a box. Well, sure, I that's do exactly your own what I'm lane. Saying. Yeah, that's exactly no, what I'm saying. It's, it's, but it's 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 because I don't fit in those boxes that I don't yeah. like saying those things. I'm like, no, I just. I, I write everything. I have romance, uh, you know, subplots in my in my novel. I have a couple of sex scenes in my novel. It's an adult book. It's just awesome. It's just all over the place. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to read. I'm gonna have to read it. I um, would love to send you some sample chapters if you're interested. I have um, yeah. like the first act of the book at a point where I like showing people. It's still first draft. It's still terrible. But it, <laughs> I, I'm further along in my own like editing, but this is like the, the draft that I'm showing everybody for now. And uh, yeah, it's like six chapters and it gives you a good idea of where I'm going with it. If you're, if you're open to it, I'm, I'm happy to send it. Um, I, there's at least one sex scene in that first act and I would love your input on it because I haven't had anybody who writes your genre read my stuff yet. 
So I, that's that's a, an aspect of my novel that I, I definitely would would like your eye on. Um, but well, let's yeah, let's like, talk about that because that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Like I'm, I'll send you some stuff over in the email, and then you can you can yeah. comment it up. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it's it's this thing where like I just love touching on on every genre, and, and that's what I like to read. That's what I like to watch. So that's what I like to write. And and there's so many. You know, do's and don'ts, especially for folks' first novels. They tell you don't write, you know, a series for your first novel. Mine's the first in a trilogy. Yours it was also, the, like, it looks like six, six or seven books it's going to be. And you started with that first book. Um, you know, they say don't write ensemble cast for your first book. I have at least three main characters. I have other side characters that have their own chapters, too. It's like I'm breaking every rule that they tell you not to do for your first book. Don't write a big, giant epic. It's huge. Like, my book is way too big. <laughs> well, this is my opinion. Um, people, people who stay in their lane and do what they're told rarely make history. And they rarely make a big splash. Someone yeah. might read it and go, "Oh, hey, that was a lot of fun." But um, you know, the and I don't, I don't know that anything I write will ever make a splash. But what I do know is I have See? a big personality, and I think that if you want to read what you're writing, write it. And um, I write for myself and most authors do and then mm. we hope somebody else enjoys it and the <laughs> best thing that an author ever gets to experience is someone who read your book who's really into it and wants to talk to you about it and i'm still waiting for that to happen <laughs> see I, I i also am looking forward to that everybody you know I, I often ask my guests what their idea of success for their career looks like and you know me not having yet you know put out my first book still still working on it uh, my idea of success for my first book is when someone who I do not know, who I've never spoken to, who I have no connection to whatsoever, sees my book, buys it, reads it, enjoys it, and writes a review w without me asking them to. That to me is is success. When when someone that has absolutely no tie to me whatsoever, doesn't watch my channel, does like no connection, reads my book and loves it. That's when I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm there. I've made it. <laughs> I, I have a few that, that have, um, cause I'm still relatively new and getting, um, in, in the stream of, um, readers and romance, it's, it's difficult. Um, especially when you don't fit into what Amazon allows. <laughs> so, um, yeah. uh, I'm in the Amazon dungeon. <laughs> they actually have a thing it's called the amazon dungeon and it's it's if your book title or your book cover or the description break the amazon rules and for me my book covers are way too sexy so um too hot, too hot i'm amazon. in the dungeon <laughs> which is appropriate for a bdsm author i suppose Actually, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's exactly where you belong. <laughs> yes, exactly. They put me right where I belong. That's all right. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, we were we were talking about, um, you know, doing uh, or, or playing by the rules and how there's like different rules for different genres. What's funny is that 
once the genre is established and all those rules are in place it's the thing that keeps the everyday authors of that genre going they just keep pumping out that formula and that just kind of builds the genre in people's minds the standouts in each genre are always the ones who step outside of the lane who do something yeah. a little different who who follow their own path who are undeniably that genre and yet stand aside from all of the rest so that that's what i i hope for the two of us i feel like that's where we're headed you know what i'm yeah. saying is it's just having our own like standout <laughs> again that's one of the reasons why i got so excited when you started talking about your character going through you know therapy and all that kind of stuff in in your book and and you doing your due diligence in making sure that that was you know uh respectful to the reality of of those you know mental health issues that got me really excited because I'm like, yes, that's what I'm looking for. Some real like substance in these romance novels. I have, yeah. like I said, a, a romance subplot in my book. I don't see myself writing a straight up romance. Um, maybe I will. I don't know. But I, I don't I don't see it yet. But it's just one of those things where it's like I, I want like if I'm going to read a romance, I want there to be like so many layers to it besides, you know, the romance. Like it just like any other genre I would be reading. There's a lot. It's like eating chocolates. You get a box of chocolate and you're like, oh, this one's okay. This one's okay. And then there's that one that you're like, oh, this, I wish they were all like this. That's how I feel like reading most books in a given genre enough. are. And for me, I'm one of those people when I find something I like, that's just what I do. And so I often reread my favorite books over. Um, just it's it's like visiting a friend or going back to a memory and a feeling it's sentimental yeah. and also i have a crappy memory so oftentimes i forget the nuances of a story and so i get to remember them again by reading yeah you're <laughs> you you and i are at here because mm -hmm. uh you know this the same is true for me often i will have to reread a chapter I'll read an entire chapter and I'll get to the end and I'll be like, wait a minute, what What just happened? I don't even remember already. And I have to go back and reread it. It's, it's been, a, I'm, I, I'm the worst reader. I'm a writer who's the worst reader. But um, <laughs> but I do the same thing. I reread books that I love. I reread American Gods almost, uh, you know, religiously once a year often. Um, I used to do that with Lord of the Rings. I used to reread it once a year, every year. Um, movies, TV, I'll rewatch stuff that I love. And, and, and it's a, a funny thing about, you know, a person's personality where you, I'll like, I'll go to a new restaurant that I've never been to before and I'll try something off the menu and I love it so much that now anytime I come, that's the, that's the, that's, that's what I order. That's order. Yeah. But it's like, I, it's like you should explore the rest of the menu. See what else they have that you'll, that you might also love. It's like, nope, I know what I like. <laughs> it's like, I'm good. I so had maybe it once, there is a personality type that is called authors because uh, <laughs> you're talking to someone who has a similar yeah, character traits. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. When you, your analogy about the chocolates, I was like, that's exactly, you know, what I, if I go to a place and I, I'm not crazy about what I ate, I'll try something else. But eventually I'll find the thing where I'm like, oh, why can't it all be like this? This is what I want. Yeah. Or if you're like me, you'll go to a restaurant because you like the the sensory feeling of being there you like sure. the ambiance and yeah, the sounds the chatter, and the smells yeah. and the lighting for me lighting is huge and yes. um there are things that you don't mind on the menu but there isn't anything you love <laughs> my husband always 
teases me about that is I'd, I'd rather go to a restaurant that I enjoy the ambiance than necessarily am dying for the food. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you, my wife is similar where, like, you know, she, she'll go to a place and be so excited about what it looks like and how it feels and all that. And then she'll look at the menu and, and be like, I don't want anything here. I'm like, this was your idea. Why, why are we here if you don't like the food? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes um, it's the experience. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's it's the the vibe of the of the place. You know, like that's mm -hmm. that's what you're going for is that energy. Um, so with your books, uh, walk us through any and all marketing strategies. I'm always very curious about folks how how other authors market their books, how they try to get their stuff out there. What what do you do? What do you plan on doing differently in the future? So, you know, there are those people that plan things out and they do their research and they um, make a strategy and they're really awesome people, but that's not me. <laughs> I saw where you were going right away. <laughs> I, I am the, I want to do it this way person. So that's how I'm going to do it. I mean, I knew after I started my career in my early 20s that I didn't want to be a starving artist. So I was going to work in corporate America and then retire early and start writing full time. And that's still my plan today. And that's nice. where I'm working towards. Um, I, I get it into my head that I want to do something and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, come hell or high water. And oftentimes it gets me into trouble. And like, for example, um, not being able to advertise my books on Amazon or right. Facebook. Um, I can advertise on Facebook, but just not using my book covers. I can't mm. advertise on Amazon. So, you know, I've learned a few things. Um, I love my book covers, but I can tell you book four, the cover, it still very much looks like the rest of my series, but instead of having a couple on the cover, there's just a woman's face. And, mm. um, and that was done partially because it's a menage book and finding art with three characters that look like the characters in my story was yeah. not easy, but also partially because I wanted to be able to get out there and market my book and market my stories. And so I'm learning as I go. Hmm. But now I think where I'm focusing is um, going to local booksellers and romance conventions. And I've also um, interacted with a, a, a group called uh, voracious readers so if you sign Rings up with, bell. i think i've heard of them yeah so if readers sign up with voracious readers you can go in and you can look through a ton of free books being given away by the author not the pirate sites that give away people's intellectual given away by the uh, author. <laughs> capital but um it's being given away by the author as an introduction to them in their series and so i give away free reader books. magnets Exactly. That's nice. exactly what it is. But it's done through a channel that has thousands of um, people who use it already. And cool. so I get about 80 new readers a month who get a free copy of my book, um, sometimes more, sometimes less. And um, uh, and then they're asked to review and they're asked to join your newsletter. Nice. So I'm getting some reviews. I'm getting a lot of reads, but some reviews and only about 1% of readers actually review books. Yeah. Re reviews are, are rare for sure, but that's really cool. You know, a, a, a place where people can go to, to sort of browse through 
authors. So yeah, speak, exactly you know? right. Just kind of like you know, read stuff for free, find stuff that you like, and and hopefully you're you're advertising your other books within the pages of that book, your free one. You know what I mean? Especially at you, the end. Yeah, and if you want to read free books, there are a lot of ways that authors give away their books for free for people to get introduced to them legitimately. Mm. Um, so I strongly encourage you to find them. Um, there's, I can think of, you know, four different ways off the top of my head, including um, a library app called Overdrive, where you can put in your library credentials and check out audiobooks and check out um, eBooks through either your phone or your tablet. And nice. we want people who can't afford to buy books to read us. <laughs> we just want to do so with our permission. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that. That's a great service, a great way to connect to, to new readers and have authors kind of like a nice little platform where they can showcase their stuff. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Especially, you know, in genres like your own where it's, it's a little difficult to to market like you were saying i'm i'm happy about your plans for the uh for the next cover um i think that's going to make a big difference for sure um although i love your covers i think they're great <laughs> they're pretty so. sexy i love them too i have a great artist um and it, you might not have noticed but each book cover has a different bridge on it in portland and portland oregon is also called bridgetown because there's like 10 maybe or more bridges <laughs> i had not noticed but i will i will next time <laughs> i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look for that that's cool i've always wanted to go to portland i'm uh, i'm a big fan of it from far away i live in florida but i i, I very much want to visit it looks beautiful <laughs> go in the spring that's what I, everyone fall. says. That's what everyone says spring or fall. Those, that's when I would want to be there anyway. It's the same thing with Florida. It's like, don't come down the summer. It's hot and humid and horrible. And, you know, Disney is flooded. Like, no, just go in October, you know, go to Disney for the food and wine festival. And it'll be cool enough that you can wear a sweater outside. Like, that's, that's when you go to Disney. Well, Portland is a lot of fun in the summer too. It's very green. Um, I think that people who, right, but people who go places in the summer, they want things to be really hot and sunny, and um, it's it's still Portland. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's still going to be rainy, and you know. Portland. Well, not so much. I mean, there there's some rain in the summertime, but mostly a lot of overcast days and not so hot. Mm. I just love all the all the all the trees. I see pictures mm -hmm. of Portland. There's trees everywhere, parks everywhere. I'm like, yeah, that's it's gorgeous. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, okay, now when I asked you about your marketing strategy, you kind of touched about uh, like what you're sort of learning uh, as you're publishing. Other than than your covers, anything else about the publishing process that you've sort of like learned in these first three books that you're sort of planning on doing differently in the future? Yes. Um... I would say one of the biggest mistakes that I had, I, I used two different editors for my first first novel. Hmm. And um, I thought, you know, and I used one was a critique, uh, a storyline critique, which was good. I basically rewrote the entire first novel um, because I was learning about the, <laughs> about how to actually write for readers and write, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah so but um i expected the editors to catch more errors and um you know i think that 
you want to find a good editor, but you also want to find a lot of people who are beta readers or mm -hmm. out, um, uh, arc readers um, to help with, because typos happen and people, especially people who've read something more than once, they miss stuff. Um, and then find a critique group. So other authors writing in your lane who understand the various genres you're working in and what's expected. I mean, um, so in romance, I've probably read thousands of romance novels across my life. I read, you know, tons. And um, romance has very specific things that beats. that are expected. Yeah, they're yeah. called beats. That's right. That comes from a book called Romancing the Beats. Um, but there are specific um, expectations that the readers have. And if they don't get it, then they're dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. And it's helpful to have critique partners who are also authors who read your stuff and criticize or give you feedback not just around hey that was a really cool sentence or a line or story but also um you know um i think most readers in this genre are expecting this and maybe you haven't fulfilled it Mm. So um, I, th I find that helpful. I have a phenomenal group of authors that I participate with and we share full man manuscripts and help each other. We critique and it's been a huge learning experience for me and helpful. And I strongly recommend that <laughs> to other writers. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm work finishing up my second draft now. And when that's done, it's going to first go to critique partners that I've met through AuthorTube and, and other, uh, you know, communities like this online and become good friends with. And I, I've read their books. They've published books. I've read their books. They're good writers. It's going to go to them first. They're going to give me their thoughts, their edits on it. And then I'm going to send it to a professional editor. And then it's going to go to a line editor because that line editor, it's their job to catch those little mistakes. That's what we're looking for, right? Right, right. right. I had one and I just won't name them. Well, see, that's <laughs> they a, that's didn't the do thing. the best job. <laughs> well, well, that's exactly what I was going to bring up because, <clears throat> excuse me, because uh, I mentioned earlier one of my favorite books is American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Uh, I read it constantly and I have a beautiful uh, like premiere edition, you know, reprinting. It's like the fifth reprinting or whatever. It's a hardcover. <laughs> the cover's beautiful and embossed. And, you know, it has like, you know, the, the, the pages uh, are thin, almost sheer, like Bible pages. And they have like that silver, like finish around the edges. It's a beautiful book. And in that copy of that book, I find typos and, and errors. Oh, yeah. I and mean, we're talking about Neil Gaiman. We're talking about one of the greatest writers of our generation with access to some of the greatest editors working right now. And there are errors in the fifth printing premiere edition of his book. So I, I, I try to tell people, like, don't sweat that too much. Don't sweat the, the little errors. Too. Everyone's going to have them. Yes, get rid of as many of them as possible. But if you miss one, it's, it's okay. It's You're going to be fine. I think Neil, in Neil readers, it. yeah, <laughs> readers, readers expect a little bit. But my first novel, I had to publish a second edition. And I still want to go back and publish another third or fourth. But my, my other friends keep telling me, no, don't do that. Just keep writing. Well, 
on on one on one hand they are correct always go forward always write something new but that is one of the perks of being an independent author right is the the, the idea that since it's all yours nobody else's fingers are in it if you want to reprint it and do a quick new edit on it you can and just yep. you know catch all those little things and, and make it a little better each time there's nothing wrong with that um as long as you're still writing new books and putting out new books <laughs> um <clears throat> excuse me uh, Sarah, this has been so much fun and I, I feel like we're, we're reaching a good stopping point. Was there anything you wanted to get to today that we didn't get to anything you wanted to cover, uh, that we didn't have time for? I think that, um, I always just love readers. I love people who read. I like people who read passionately. I love mm. people who write. And more than anything, I love to geek out with other people to talk about books. Even even if I haven't read those, because I'm I'm not so much into the Lord of the Rings, but my husband is. <laughs> I'm a I, There's a different tea for everybody. Right? You but we're both Buffy tea. fans, so we can we can there meet you. there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, man. Like finding that common ground with other readers, other writers. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man. That's why I want to put out a coffee. It's 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 going to be writer fuel. You know, it's going to bring us together with a nice cup of joe. All right. Whatever. Nobody wants my coffee. That's fine. That's fine. I'll, I'll make my peace with it. Sarah, I like thank your you podcast. So thank you very much. I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> but you can't drink a podcast. That's the no, problem. I want to no. drink a hot cup of podcast. All right. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much once again. This has thank been you. great. You are welcome back anytime. If you have a new book coming out or anything like that that you want us to hype out, please reach out to me. I am going to email you some chapters. I'm very Yay. excited about it. And uh, if uh, if you ever need anything, please reach out to me. I'm, I'm, you're, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much for being on my channel. Such um, a pleasure. Thank I'm you glad. so much. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> to everyone at home, thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe, do all the good stuff. You know it's the right thing to do. Just do it. Stop making me ask you. Just hit just <laughs> hit the button. Thank you guys so much. Right on writers. We out. Thank you.